The hosts feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to. Well, we've warned you. Hello, and welcome once again to the Frankencast. I'm the mad scientist, Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm joined as always by... The scrotum-headed villain that is Eric Velasquez. My pronouns are also he, him. <laughs> Tell me he's not. <laughs> Tell me he's not. It I just gets... that face and thought, balls. <laughs> he gets worse as the movie goes, too. I know. He's got a scraggly beard. Uh, he, he, he's living that pube life. It's amazing. Yeah, the CGI technology they got going for that wispy beard is pretty impressive. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so, if you didn't notice, folks, this week we're talking about Hotel Transylvania 3. What's the subtitle for this thing? Yeah, it's something like Vacation something. We don't even care that much. <laughs> like, fuck it. Yeah, whatever this thing is. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a different quality for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's just called, called Summer, Summer vacation. vacation. Yeah. Yep. That's it. <laughs> like... Jindy Tartatovsky and Adam Sandler are both like, listen, man, we're just here for that check at this mm-hmm. point. Like, I don't even yeah, know that each... we really care too much in the first two. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, each one has gotten a little worse than the last one. Uh, and mm-hmm. this one, like, you know, they added, like, the two new cast members are both, like, you know, good actors. You know, like, it seems like they could have, you know, it's not this isn't terrible. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a kid's sequel. Um, But yeah, it does. It feels like they were trying to add some things that could have been impressive, but it didn't really come together as well as you would hope. Fell flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this cast list one more time. So uh, we we know that we've got Adam Sandler uh, as Dracula, Andy Samberg as Jonathan, Selena Gomez as Mavis. Uh, Murray is Keegan-Michael Key once again. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin James is Frankenstein, even though every once in a while I'm like, man, this part could literally just be played by um, Seth Rogen. It sounds so much like Seth Rogen. I, I keep second guessing that myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And of course, David Spade is Griffin, who seems like he oscillates between like a couple lines. And then in the last one, he had well, he was a main character, really. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back to like a couple lines in this one. Yeah. Uh, we get Steve Buscemi as Wayne, Fran Drescher as Eunice, Mel Brooks Returns. Hey, he's done a sequel mm-hmm. one time in his career. <laughs> uh, Molly Shannon as Wanda, of course. And we've, we've got a couple faces, a couple new faces in this one, okay? Mm-hmm. So, as you mentioned, we have Catherine Hahn as Erica Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, Catherine Hahn going on to do, like, kind of, I'm not going to say a late start in her career, but she's already an established actress, and now she's kind of hitting big once she get got to that Marvel money. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, she's always been kind of like a character actress that you'd see in a lot of comedies. But then, yeah, I think uh, WandaVision, yeah, that really just like took her to the next level. Right, now she's in everything. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, we got Jim Gaffigan as as the aforementioned scrotum-headed villain, uh, Abraham Van Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a couple of uh, cool actresses that uh at least at least tara strong is a cool actress chrissy teigen like i know she's ran into some things who knows what's up with her she's all right though (laughs) but uh chrissy teigen is the invisible woman crystal i believe okay and she gets actual speaking lines (laughs) griffin's girlfriend actually has speaking lines that's amazing Mm -hmm. and then going back to tara strong she's just called franken lady uh we know who she is (laughs) She has big, strong arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, it feels like maybe part of the problem with this movie is 
they keep adding new cast members right. and they just don't have room to do anything with them. Yeah. There's a lot of big personalities that don't get the flex. Yeah. I mean, luckily this time Wayne and Wanda, they get something though, you know? Yeah, their storyline is one of the more entertaining ones. They mean, you know, they only get a few scenes, but they like tell a pretty complete story throughout the movie. And it, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. So let's go ahead and uh, get this party started. Uh, what's, one thing I've noticed, uh, Anthony, is there's no bat. Columbia doesn't turn into a bat in this one. As a matter of fact, Columbia is missing. Yeah, yeah. No Columbia logo at all. It's just like the Sony animation. And I feel like there was one other logo. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, no no Columbia at all. Mm -hmm. um, then we go straight to a title card, Transylvania 1897. So mm -hmm. we're, we're going back in time here to start with. Right. At this point, shouldn't uh, if we're talking about Dracula, shouldn't he be uh, harassing some people in Carfax Abbey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that should be <laughs> right. Okay, <laughs> but instead, it's like him and you know the the monster crew. They're all on a train, and they're wearing shawls as disguises, kind of trying to look like old ladies or something. Right. Which that's that's an interesting poll. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. But then there's like a kid in the seat in front of them that sees them and realizes they're, you know, monsters. Right. He was like, I'm about to freak out, man. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you know, such a silly German accent on this little boy. And then Dracula hypnotizes him and turn, makes him think that he is a cat. Right. Well, how long does that last? <laughs> like, have we established, like, is this kid going through life thinking he's a cat? <laughs> Yeah, because it happens a little later. There's something where where it, play, it pays off, but then yeah, they, they part ways. So who knows how long that hypnotism's gonna stick around? So then we get somebody just busting into the train, mm -hmm. and it turns out it's Abraham Van Helsing. Yeah, and he starts like going on like you know Van Helsing's a hero technically, but in this movie he's the villain, you know, because oh, yeah. the monsters are our heroes. So he kind of goes through like a, a monologue, a villain monologue. It's about damn time, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> monsters were the heroes all along. Yeah, uh, and he just kind of is walking along the train car, like just looking at everybody. He he knows something's up here. There's a passenger with a chicken that he he like Van Helsing scares the guy's chicken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't. He's just like. It's not in a cage. He's just sitting there with a chicken sitting in his lap. A chicken. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, I know what to do to, to flush out the monsters. And he pulls out a match and <sighs> lights it. Holds it up right in Frankenstein's face, which causes the normal panic. Frankenstein jumps up, yells, fire bad. Chaos breaks out in the train car. Oh, no. We have everybody kind of running, trying to escape. The little German kid yowls like a cat <laughs> and, and runs away. And then we get like a, a train top uh, chase scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Van Helsing pulls out this like blaster that is straight out of Ghostbusters. <laughs> like it's just shooting this big like wobbly laser beam and everybody's running around on the train roof and then suddenly Dracula's like, "Sorry guys," and then just shoves them all off the train. Right. All those friends. <laughs> And then they just all like seem to land on branches, which I feel like that's very painful for Griffin. <laughs> and we we know that Murray definitely lands a uh, keister first on the <laughs> branching out because yeah. we hear a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Frankenstein hits and like falls apart, and then yeah, mm -hmm. pretty much everybody else. Uh, you know, it's uh, some just classic groin humor. You know, injuries. Right. Well, once again, Griffin's just a guy. He's an <laughs> invisible guy. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and you know, a naked invisible guy, so he yeah, doesn't even have any it. kind of Ooh, any no kind of protection. Yeah, he's straight into that tree. Ooh. Uh, so then we've got, you know, Van Helsing and Dracula facing off head to head there on the roof of the train. And Van Helsing's like, generations of my family have failed, but I will defeat you. I'll destroy you. And then I'll hunt down all your friends and destroy them as well. Yeah. Well, and also, though, like he transitions between. Well, OK. Yeah. Dracula turns into a mouse at that point. And he's like, squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> and Van Helsing's like, ah! <laughs> and And then the the train goes through a tunnel and so now dracula's a little mouse he's fine but van helsing gets clotheslined by the by the tunnel it's a you know classic like roadrunner wild coyote gag pretty much right, exactly but then of course we get like a small montage of uh, van helsing like trying to kill dracula 
in many different ways <laughs> and failing spectacularly each and every time. Yeah, he like crashes a car into a wall. Like uh, eventually, he ends up going off of a cliff. But yeah, it's just it's just five or six different like things that should have killed him, but somehow he keeps trying again and again. Mm-hmm. Again, more like Wiley Coyote. <laughs> right until eventually, Van Helsing just falls off a cliff like Wiley Coyote <laughs> and just takes a dive into the ocean mm-hmm. and then you just see him underwater like screaming madly uh just he's failed again right uh, and i guess at this point dracula hasn't met mavis's mother because he's like hmm i wonder maybe one day we can have a place where monsters can get together and relax and maybe get married yeah and then it immediately cuts to the present day where dracula is performing a wedding ceremony for a very nervous like spike monster just like this weird lumpy thing covered in spikes and it's one of those deals where like everybody's anxiously waiting for the bride to appear and she's not appearing it's like is this going to be a runaway bride situation right oh it's not exactly she just she's just having the pre-wedding jitters yeah which i have questions about zing now because of this right (laughs) Right. that's true yeah because because if you zinged like that's it you're good Mm -hmm. it's over if you both zing right yeah yeah one would assume but but this monstress i guess her name's lucy is like i don't know is this the right thing to do you've zinged (laughs) like isn't that the only thing you can do at this point yeah and that's pretty much like May. So Mavis is back in like the bridal suite, and she's pretty much telling her this, like you know, you zinged. You need to cherish this. Um, you know, this is this is special. And finally, she's like, okay. So then the wedding commences. You know, she goes walking down the aisle, and oh, I was thinking Dracula officiated, but no, it's Blobby. It's Blobby, yeah, it's Blobby. <laughs> he gets a lot of screen time in this for some reason. Like a lot. He gets a character arc. Yeah, I feel like Blob you know, they, they put a lot more of Blobby in the last movie and I think kids must have really responded to him and then they're like, Well let's you know, we want him to st- sell more blobby plushes. So right, I guess. <laughs> and you also did, a check. did you see that um Gindy Tartakovsky voices Blobby? That's amazing. <laughs> he, he makes the, the blobby noises. That's a, that's amazing. <laughs> Pretty much like as soon as the wedding ends or like as you may kiss the bride kind of thing dennis and winnie burst into the banquet hall or whatever but they have a big puppy now yeah dennis has a new dog named tinkles (laughs) that is you know the size of a school bus but it's a puppy it's a monstrous pug Mm -hmm. basically yeah so here's a question for you now okay so winnie's a werewolf Is Tinkles her cousin? How does she feel about this? <laughs> There's like one point where they make a joke about like dogs aren't allowed, and Winnie's like, hmm? <laughs> right. and like, I mean, pets aren't allowed. And yeah, that's pretty much the only mention they make of this. But yeah, it seems like this is a, a gray area because <laughs> Tinkles is theoretically some kind of monster also because that's not a normal dog. The no. Pugs normal don't, dogs grow. don't say hi, Bob. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he trashes the whole reception area. Uh, or the wedding area they, they, they're getting ready to go to the reception um, and you know Mavis is like you know I know you're sad that Tinkles was you know in his crate upstairs or whatever but like we can't take our pets everywhere he needs to go back upstairs so that we can you know have a nice uh, reception which is rough you know <laughs> yeah and Dennis is like you know clearly very attached to this dog well yeah. really like the arc with dennis and his dog is one of the bigger parts of the movie as well which is surprising but yeah and i do like how drax like who who let this kid have a dog and everyone's <laughs> like well you wanted him to have the dog so yeah it was you and he's like oh yeah i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> we got johnny djing come on yeah so like the the reception's in full swing everybody's dancing and Dracula's just kind of over to the side watching and you can tell like this is actually pretty well done because like they don't it's not there's not a lot of dialogue about it you can just tell Dracula's lonely like he misses being part of a couple he misses uh his wife and and you know just that partnership yeah the animation and acting are actually good here in in this regard it's easy to tell but he gets uh he gets asked to dance yeah, and, and this is this is our, our Franken girl that you mentioned earlier. Right. I, initially, I was like, oh, this is Sally from <laughs> because she's got the long red hair mm-hmm. and the stitches on her the, like on her mouth. Yeah, 
and like at first you know she's like you know they've they've played this character up like she's she's a very attractive frankenstein girl and then we find out that she's frank's arms first cousin (laughs) yeah i think yeah first cousin twice removed or something like that and then she turns and we we were not able to see earlier but her arm that's related to, to frank is a huge massive <laughs> so she's like this really like petite little redhead with just one giant like bulky arm listen she really wanted to see how much she could lift with that one arm <laughs> right. and so she's like you know they're, they're kind of trying to flirt but she keeps crushing dracula with her giant arm right yeah he's he's not feeling it he hasn't seen yeah so he uses magic to change the song that's playing. And she's like, oh, my God, I love this song. And he, like, takes off in the other direction. and well, gets she starts away. fist pumping to the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he goes to, like, talk to the guys. And they're like, Drac, it's been, like, over 100 years. You need to stop being picky. You got to find somebody. Right. There's these things on phones called apps. They let you <laughs> swipe right. <laughs> Yeah, but Dracula's like, you can only zing once. That's that's too bad. You know, I'm out of luck. And Griffin's like, no, but you can you can zing on the app. It's a uh, right. you don't even have to go anywhere. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, okay. Well, I gotta go, guys. See you later. Blah blah blah. And they're like, he blah blah blah. <laughs> he said the thing. <laughs> and yeah, he peeks his head back in and he's like, I do not say that. <laughs> and Clearly then, you do. Yeah. <laughs> And we just see him upstairs and he's like talking to the like Siri thing on his phone. Uh, and he's just like, help me to zing. Or like he keeps trying, you know, saying the wrong. And he's like, I'm very lonely. And she's like, did you say you want baloney? You want baloney? <laughs> uh, yeah. So the speech uh, recognition is not going well. But then it just like a little later, we see that he figured it out and he's swiping on an app that's called right. Zinger. Right. He's only going left, though. <laughs> Then, like, he accidentally calls a person mm-hmm. on the app, and it's like a witch lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mavis is walking. Catfished him, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, totally different picture. Mm-hmm. That's rude. <laughs> and Mavis hears it, like, she's walking down the hall and hears stuff going on through the wall, and just like pops in to see what's going on and he's like trying to hide his phone he doesn't want her to know mavis is convinced that he's just really overworked that's why he's upset and been acting kind of weird because he's also cleaning the attic and he's like oh yeah i'm just on here looking for a maid and of course the witch is like what right yeah uh but he's like no i promise i'm all right you know you can go back to bed i'm I'm okay and she's like you know we all just need a break and he's like yeah probably so but let's worry about that later it's you know we're fine for now and he pushes her out the door yep and then we have her back or you know she arrives back in her room and adorable scene oh yeah it's very cute johnny dennis and tinkles all sleeping together in a pile (laughs) yeah they've all fallen asleep in front of the tv she comes and kind of cuddles up next to johnny and he sort of like half wakes up and is like oh no i'm i'm missing our date night and she's like it's okay just go back to sleep and it's a sweet moment but it's it's that thing where it's like these moments are nice but like she also feels like something's missing like they're you know they're not getting their time as a couple Right. And uh, what should, lo and behold, what should happen? We get an ad from the TV, our savior, <laughs> offering a monster of a vacation to the tune of Orinoco Flow. <laughs> right. Yeah. From those Pure Moods albums <laughs> in the 90s. Right. And of course, that grabs uh, Mavis's attention. And that pretty much, uh, it immediately just cuts to them heading out for the vacation they yeah, are gonna fly gremlin air mm-hmm. we get to it's a great gag because we see like you know that shot you get in movies when people are traveling where you just see the plane in the sky and it's like a really nice jet and then it goes out of frame and then this janky goblin <laughs> air plane comes in it's all like busted up and like held together with duct tape you know smoke coming out of the back it's it's just in rough shape Right. And our, I, I love the, the gremlins because they are havoc monsters, like pure <laughs> chaos incarnate. They're just running around screaming at everyone on the plane. Yeah. The, these quote-unquote stewardess is like, beverage stacks! And just like throwing them in people's faces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, this whole bit is pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. While this is going on, Dracula is talking to Mavis, and he's like, "Where, where are we going? You know, I hate surprises." And she's like, "It's got to be a surprise. I've got it all under control. Don't worry about it. Everything's taken care of." And then Dennis, like, I think he acts like he's got to go to the bathroom, and 
goes down into the hold of the plane, which because this thing's in such rough shape, you can just do that. Right. Um, well, him and him and Winnie are kind of conspiring to get him down there to check on Tinkles, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's what he heads down there for is they have somehow smuggled Tinkles on board. Uh, at first, I thought like just that the goblins didn't know, but like no, the parents don't know. Like nobody knows. Somehow Dennis was able to get this dog on the plane. Right. Also during this scene, I have a question. Who did Chris Parnell piss off? Because his fly character just got ran over and squished. <laughs> yeah, and then he just ends up, like, the fly gets... He's out. Yeah, and then he just becomes one of the fish that we'll meet a little later. Like, right, I, yeah, <laughs> I guess they just didn't want him playing two characters for some reason. I, I don't know. But yeah, this is the only quote-unquote character death we've seen because his <laughs> eyes pop out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, He's like, I just don't want to play the fly anymore. <laughs> I'm above that role. Right. They've arrived at their destination, but because this is a terrible plane, they're over the ocean still, and they just, like, crash. Like, the plane well, just... <laughs> it's not just that. They're like, oh, we're going to begin, begin our descent soon. And literally, one gremlin just whacks the engine with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so the plane just like dives into the ocean. But that that was the plan because they've arrived at their destination, the Bermuda oh, did Triangle. You, uh, did you catch that the uh, they had a uh, there's something on the wing moment with uh, Johnny? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, he he looked out there and there was a gremlin like mm. staring at him. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, they're at the Bermuda Triangle and they're going on a cruise. Oh. Yeah, and so you know Mavis is like you know it's time you know you spent all your time locked up in the hotel. You need to get out and you need to make new memories with your family. I love how unimpressed Dracula is because he's like, we're going on a cruise. That's like a hotel, but on water. <laughs> right. And that becomes like a running gag where everybody keeps being like, wait, they have hot tubs? And Dracula's like, we have hot tubs at the hotel. hotel like, right. We have all the amenities. <laughs> Everything that, that you're excited about, we already have those things. And like, but yeah, like, but not it's on, on the boat. water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, the ship that pulls up, like, am I wrong? It looks like just half of the Titanic. Wow, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, it does. Which that would be kind of like, that would have been interesting if they, like, leaned into that and been like, monsters have recovered the Titanic to go. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Anthony, we got to rewrite the script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so as we just mentioned, Chris Parnell is now playing. The staff of the boat are all fish that have human feet and wear little tuxedos. Right. And eventually scuba suits, which there's a there's a question for you. As a matter of fact, when they go for the dive, why does any of them need scuba like equipment? Yeah, most of them don't breathe, theoretically. Right. Like Johnny, sure. Dennis, maybe. I, I guess the werewolves would probably need it. Maybe Griffin, Griffin would, but, yeah. but yeah, Frankenstein Frank and Dracula doesn't. definitely shouldn't. No. no, and Blobby, like I feel like he would just float, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's fine. So while the the like adult monsters are kind of like seeing the boat and you know getting settled in, Dennis is leading Tinkles to the boat and sees that there's a huge sign that says "No, no pets." pets. So what do what do uh, him and Winnie decide to do? Well, Tinkles isn't a, a pet anymore. He's Bob. <laughs> they put him in a trench coat, which is what every kid does when they need to disguise themselves yeah. as an adult. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. that's what adults wear. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's a classic. Like they walk him up to the reception and they're like, this is our friend Bob. Say hi, Bob. And he's like, hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. <laughs> which, that's interesting. That's fun. <laughs> but of course, Winnie also kisses Dennis. Showing that she's she's ready for her zing, mm -hmm. and he maybe he maybe have has cold feet about the zing. Yeah. So then I think we like it's a little later. It's the orientation kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you've ever been on a cruise, you know, like the cruise director and the captain and everybody they got to come out and welcome you and tell you what to expect and all that. Our captain comes out. She is like this attractive human, like in all white, and Dracula zings as soon as he sees <gasps> no. her immediately. Yeah. Uh, and he's acting so weird that Mavis is like, is he having a heart attack? And um, I think Griffin's like, the only heart attack we'd have to worry about with him is if someone attacks his heart with a stake. Hey, uh, uh, David Spade's getting paid well for this one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so 
Captain Erica introduces herself to Dracula, and he just starts, you know, going gooba gaba gaba. <laughs> it's that like Adam Sandler gibberish, you yeah, know, just the, the nonsense that he used to do a lot back in the day. Um, and she's like, like are you speak- <laughs> something she's, like that? Yeah, and she's like, are you speaking Transylvanian? I've I've always wanted to learn, and she starts like mimicking back what he's doing. Right. Um, Apparently, she somewhat understands it too <laughs> at this point. Yeah. So at this point, it's not been spelled out, but it, they they give it away pretty quick. But it's pretty obvious. Like this is right. this is Van Helsing. This is. Um, oh, yeah. There's something going on here that's that's fishy. But yeah, as soon as soon as she leaves, Dracula tells the boys she's like, I zinged. <gasps> dun dun dun. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he didn't think that was even possible. It's it's you a once in a life. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Vlad is strolling around the deck in a speedo and catching <laughs> And all the like hag witches are like into it. Yeah, this is their thing. <laughs> and then, it's just such a silly gag. We see Blobby who is getting seasick, and it seems like right. he would be the least likely to get seasick since he's always kind of just moving like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, he he vomits, but the vomit's sentient, so he's a single parent. Or they are a single parent? <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a little mini baby blobby now. Right. <laughs> and then we see Wayne and Wanda walking around, and they're just, you know, in the their normal state, which is just constantly swarmed by, uh, like, a tornado of pups. And then they see a door that says Kids Club. And they're, hmm, what's they're a like, Kids Club? Yeah, what's that? So they go inside, and they're completely confused by the concept. They're like, so you're going to take our kids and like we don't have to mess with them like you'll deal with them that's the point yeah like why and he's like so that you have a good time and so they have a good time like Mm -hmm. that's what the cruise is for you know we're we're gonna you know try to make things easy on you and they're like okay (laughs) so they like uh, immediately drop the kids off and they rush outside and they're like wait what what do we do now like we can do whatever we want (laughs) And they just keep saying whatever we want over and over again. Like, they're just, like, in shock at the idea of having freedom for a moment. Right. Which, you know, good for them, I guess, question mark. But <laughs> yeah. they, they know how how litters are made, right? <laughs> right. Uh, and then we see downstairs, the captain sneaks into a secret room. And mm. then, you know, the secret is revealed that, you know, she's talking to her great-grandfather, Van Helsing, the, the original one we saw earlier. And he's looking rough. Yeah, he's super old. His hair's all wispy. He had a weird hairdo at the beginning we didn't really mention. It's, all the Van Helsings apparently do. <laughs> yeah, and it's still weird, but now there's just less of it. Mm-hmm. And he's just a head attached to, like, this steampunk contraption. Right. And to be fair, he's more of a monster than most of the monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit like um, Davros from Doctor Who, yeah. or like uh, Captain Pike in like the original Star Trek. You know, just like a weird rolling suit thing with a head sticking out of the top. Pretty much, yeah. And then of course, Erica, she acts repulsed by Dracula, but it's like, oh, they're gonna fall in love. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the whole thing because she's like, I don't like him, but he's kind of cute. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, she's like, I just hate the monsters so much. It was so I can't I can't believe how close I was to Dracula. Van Helsing is like, we've got to stick to the plan. Mm-hmm. We've got to go get the artifact that sunk Atlantis, then we'll be able to trap the monsters and sink Atlantis again. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're just rehashing the greats on that one, right? Yeah. Sink Atlantis again. <laughs> Erica's like, but, you know, I might be able to kill Dracula before we even deal with all that. And Van Helsing's like, stick to the plan. Do not yeah, try to kill, won't kill him. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we discovered that apparently the reason why Atlantis was destroyed was because it was full of monsters. Mm-hmm. That's weird, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and so, you know, Erica is like, well, I got to get back to work. So she goes back upstairs and immediately just starts trying to kill Dracula. <laughs> so many ways. And this is another kind of montage. It's it's very similar to the, the bit earlier with Dracula and Van Helsing. Oh, uh, also, did you notice that the carpet in Dracula's room, whenever he starts getting snazzy, snazzily dressed, 
is a Shining reference. I didn't. I usually always catch that Shining carpet. The, gonna... the colors are off, but the design is the exact same. Nice. So it's almost like they inverted the colors a little bit. And I'm like, that's a Shining right there. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like Dracula and Blobby, and they're just like strolling through the boat feeling good like uh, i think dracula's got on his hawaiian shirt now mm-hmm. and, he, and his uh, shorty short shorts mm-hmm. this feels like the like staying alive saturday mm-hmm. night fever bit or something like there's play you know there's music going and he's just strutting and blobby's strutting um you know as as much as blobby can and then yeah uh, erica keeps trying to kill dracula but mostly ends up just hitting blobby over and over again right. but it doesn't hurt him because he's blobby he's, invincible. he's blobby yeah <laughs> And it's like one of those things where, like, not only is he not getting hurt, they don't even realize that anything's going on. Like, they're just continuing along. And then uh, I think eventually Dracula gets to his friends and he's like, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about all this. But, like, what's Mavis going to think? Like, I I don't know if I can tell her, you know, I think she's going to be sad that it's, you know, somebody other than her mom. Which, you know, this is pretty normal single parent concerns. Yeah, of course, you know, the the stepmom, stepdad thing where the kid's a little leery of them Mm -hmm. and at that point mavis comes over to to talk to them and is like you know i'm so glad that we're all here together and we're spending family time so i could destroy you (laughs) at monster ball (laughs) which monster ball is just volleyball in the in the pool with a sentient volleyball that's it yeah just so that it can be hurt (laughs) is pretty much it just so they can hit it and it can scream in pain right I, I do like the bit here where Eunice is like, whatever you do, don't get my hair wet. You're in a pool. You're playing Monster Ball in a pool. This is on you. Yeah, and it pretty much immediately gets her hair wet. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, the captain pops out and is like, all right, we're arriving at our first destination, the underwater volcano. Yay, I guess. Which I don't like. It's There's a lot of underwater volcanoes. Right. The What's under- special about this one? <laughs> yeah. Um, but they all put on, like we said earlier, they put on scuba suits and, uh, right. you know, but I do explore. like how Dracula at this point is like, I, 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 I just, I just came here for family fun. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they, they all go overboard. They're, you know, swimming around. And meanwhile, the captain gets in like a little mini submarine that is disguised as a fish. Right. This, this is a great disguise, as we'll find out in a moment. <laughs> yeah. Then we get a cool little, uh, fun little scene where uh, a shark tries to attack Dennis. Uh, Dracula hypnotizes the, the shark and turns it into a pet. <laughs> yeah. And they're all, so they all, like, ride the shark and swim around with it. And then, like, a whale shows up. And I think, is it Johnny? Somebody else rides a whale for a little bit. And then a manta ray appears. They're just yeah. having a good time, like... <laughs> riding various sea creatures right you know this is the the little mermaid thing that they wanted to do right mm-hmm. but uh we also get the uh erica's pulling up in her her fish-shaped ship and uh it's like i'm finally going to destroy dracula oh they're they're cute family so she's all <laughs> you know once again this is her falling in love with dracula mm-hmm. because he's being him and she's like no i'm going to destroy you anyway <laughs> and tries to fire uh the missiles and uh what happens to the missiles? I, for, I honestly forgot. I, they like just dodge them, right? Yeah, like I think the monsters see the sub and they think it's a big fish, so yeah. they just swim over to to the fish, and then that causes the the missiles to fly past right. them. And then uh, Dracula just grabs the ship and pulls it close. <laughs> yeah, uh, they want to take pictures, which Mavis takes pictures of him next to this fish, and he shows up in the pictures. And in the last movie, there was that photo montage where they didn't show up in the pictures. Right. And also, like, clearly this is an automaton. There's a a glass dome at the top. Right. And it's, it's like... Yeah, of course this is a, a, a device. Mm-hmm. But Mavis does get a little skeptical when she sees some white uh, pence uh, cuffs in the edge of her shot. Yeah, because like when they're taking the picture, um, uh, Erica you know, does like ejector seat thing and like tries to get away. And somehow they don't see her except that, yeah, Mavis gets some photographic evidence. Which, it's like... Maybe maybe the captain did want to go out and just hang out. So why would it matter? Yeah. And then we cut back to the boat and Frank, Griffin, and Murray have left the group early. 
uh, because they're all hungry. Mm-hmm. So they like come up through. Uh, you know the, those like I don't know what they're called, but you see them in a lot of movies and stuff where it's like a, a water barrier where you could just like swim through the ocean into the boat, um, right. like up into a swimming pool basically. Um, so they they climb out and they hear the captain who's like over to the side talking about how she's gonna get Dracula someday. <laughs> Well, of course, they misunderstand, and they're like, she zinged right back! <laughs> yeah. That, that's, the, that's the takeaway there. Yeah, so they rush upstairs. They're excited to tell Dracula. But first, we see Dennis and Winnie. They're continuing to try to hide their friend Bob from mm-hmm. the family. Say hi, Bob. Hi, yeah. Bob. And at that point, I was like, is this... this didn't like it feels like they just needed to do something with Dennis and Winnie right. and they just like this plot doesn't really intersect with the rest of the movie for the most part I, eventually I think it does a little Very bit in. but I think they probably could have like just gotten rid of this whole storyline and and yeah. tightened the movie up just a little bit what we're saying is Tinkles brought nothing to the party yeah and then yeah so the the boys get to dracula and they're like dracula's talking to mavis and they're like hey come here we need to tell you something and like it's mavis is like can tell they're acting they're all acting suspicious you know she's Mm -hmm. like whatever and so they they go away and they give dracula the news that it sounds like captain erica has also zinged (gasps) and so then they decide they're going to give him a bunch of advice on how he should win erica over Yep, and he takes all of it at once. <laughs> and it's like all the advice is not great individually, but when you try to do a mashup of the three different sets of bad advice, it's even worse. I, I, the only thing I really, like, I, I remember you, they were talking about the coffin and the wraps and all this other <laughs> stuff, but it was the show show you my bits part that got me. <laughs> right. And yeah, so it's like... I can't remember the exact lines, but like when he mashes it all up, he ends up saying something, you know, really stupid and kind of mm-hmm. off-putting. But, uh, you know, obviously with Captain Erica being like interested in possibly killing or maybe falling for Dracula, she's just like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, let's, I'll, I'll meet you tonight. We'll, uh, we'll go on a date late yeah. uh, midnight and tonight. And at midnight. Yeah. She leaves. Uh, meanwhile, Tinkles follows her scent and leads Dennis and Winnie to like a secret door, but they don't go inside. They just pull him away. Right. Well, they're there. This alerts Van Helsing who like flips the table, pulls out a gun and he's like, I'm ready to go down. I'm fighting. <laughs> yeah. And he like bursts out the door and they're all gone. Now there's just a bunch of slobber where Tinkles was. Right. Which like, more like it would be interesting if they at least heard him and was like there's some weird old guy back there right <laughs> yeah yeah it, it does it feels kind of like again just a pointless scene like no, nothing changes in this scene they don't see anything van helsing doesn't see anything we're validating tinkles is what we're doing <laughs> right yeah. um and then we just cut to mavis and johnny they're on a date and Mavis is like, do you think my dad's acting weird? There's just, I'm getting a strange vibe from him on this trip. And Johnny's like, no, I mean, he seems mostly cool. Uh, you know, I mean, he's definitely like fallen in love with the captain. But other than that, he seems totally normal. Oh, well, this is also at the next stop, the deserted aisle. Hmm, right, yeah. Wanda and Wayne play fetch, which, you know, I mean, foreplay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they're throwing a frisbee back and forth into the water and going to catch it. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Right, and then the kids roll up. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we want to play too. Yeah, uh, but when, when Johnny tells Mavis that Dracula has a crush on Captain Erica, she's like, wait, what? No, he doesn't. That, that's, that's not, of course, that would never happen. Right. Uh, he's like, but you, if it does, like, you want your dad to be happy, right? Right. Yeah. And she's like, sure, yeah, I definitely. But not with her. <laughs> right. Then we get to something that really offended me. Okay, guys, we need to talk about the chupacabra here. All right. <laughs> I, I figured that's what you were going to say. Uh-huh. Okay, first off, chupacabra was initially a Puerto Rican thing, damn it. <laughs> Stop trying to make him Mexican. He's not Mexican. I mean... They found him in Mexico, sure, later on, but he started in Puerto Rico. <laughs> and why would they dress him? Like, I, I get it. I get it. It's shorthand for Latino, I guess. But the, the mariachi suit? Mm-hmm. And why does, his, why does he look like Donkey? 
<laughs> with a mustache. Yeah, he's a little mustache. He's got like a pompadour. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm offended on all accounts on this. <laughs> All of them. Yeah, and you know he goes up to the bar and asks for a drink, and they pull out a goat. Yeah, goat in a glass, a martini glass. <laughs> yeah, which okay, that's funny. He is a goat sucker. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and but that like that's pretty much all we get from him, right? They yeah, just like throw in one little sight gag with him and move on. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's just any time it's like, oh yeah, the chupacabra is an ancient Mexican bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> and like you said yeah like anytime that it's like we need to have this character be clearly mexican so mariachi suit and curly mustache right like Ah. thankfully he's not in a giant sombrero but it's 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 not too far off i feel like maybe they were trying out a new character and everyone was like no no adam (laughs) this one's gotta say it's got five seconds that's the shelf life that's it we're done yeah so then we get Dracula and Erica on their date at midnight, and Erica's got like a, a big dish of guacamole that she puts a bunch of garlic into when Dracula's looking away. Right. Uh, she spikes the guacamole, man. <laughs> so she's still conflicted, you know, like she keeps finding herself being interested in Dracula, but she is genuinely also trying to kill him. Right. Um, which, which she's like, oh, there's a lot of garlic in here, you know. Are you sure you'll be okay? And he's like, oh, I'm just garlic intolerant. So, (laughs) gas ensues. (laughs) Yeah, then we get some fart jokes, pretty much. Um, And then we see that Mavis and Johnny are outside, like, surfing on dolphins. Well, Mavis and Johnny come over and try the guac as well. And (laughs) (laughs) why, if you knew you were garlic intolerant... When Johnny was like, hey, there is a shit ton of garlic in, in this guacamole, <laughs> would you go, I'm going to dip my chip in it and find out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so hey, then again, you know, Mavis it's, tries it's like, it. I guess it's like lactose intolerant, right? Mm. You, you love it even more, even more <laughs> right. just because it hurts you. Yeah. And so then we get another fart joke with Mavis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then it's like Mavis and Johnny are kind of talking. There's a, there's a bit there where like, Dracula and the captain kind of talk. They they start start to sort of bond because yeah, they bond over family uh, losses. Mm-hmm. Erica lost her parents, whereas Dracula lost his wife. Yeah, yeah, and so they're about to kiss, and that's when Johnny and Mavis show up. And yeah, and also um, we actually get the like the central theme of the this whole movie, or at least the the idea it's trying to push is that listen. You know, you can honor the past, but look to the future and try to stay with your family, which to me, found family is is almost more important than Mm. biological family. Yeah. So I guess family is everything to a point as a as what uh, Dom Toretto would say (laughs) (laughs) about family. Um, and yeah, but like Dracula kind of panics when Mavis gets there and he's like, we weren't on a date. We were just talking about the hospitality industry. Business. Yeah. Uh, I like that she bought it though. She's like, dude, he he was just talking about business and Johnny's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, that's everybody kind of parts ways then. And yeah, that's when may or that Johnny finds the garlic and everything. So I think that, you know, again, that like leads Mavis to think something's fishy about the captain because she knows, you know, she knows Dracula's a vampire and yeah. you know, everybody knows garlic and vampires don't, don't mix. Right. Uh, but luckily it's, wasn't it actually lethal in the first one? Wasn't garlic actually lethal? I'm tr- I feel like it was in the first Hotel Transfer. It's been so long ago. We've, we've seen many, uh, at least two, uh, human centipedes since then, so my brain's kind of warped. <laughs> right. Mm, oh, well. Then we just, we're, we're with the captain again, and I don't know what those things are called, the, like, pipes that stick out of boat decks. That oh, those are just are like, air horns. Oh, okay. And, and, like, Van Helsing, like, Abraham Van Helsing's head, like, telescopes up and, like, peeks through the pipe. A legit and, jump scare. I would... <laughs> It's like, uh, what's her name? Not Slogra from uh, The Dark Crystal. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of like nagging Erica, you know, like, we got to stick to the plan. You can't mess it up by... Agra. Sorry. Agra. Okay, yeah. 
he's nervous that if she tries to kill Dracula and gets caught, it could, you know, mess up everything. Yeah. So she's got to she's got to tone it down with trying to kill the Dracula. Yeah. But then Wayne and Wanda happen to walk by and they overhear all of this and Van Helsing immediately just like pulls out a trank. How do you like to smell my tranquilizer darts? <laughs> yeah. Uh, knocks them both out and then like locks them in like a closet downstairs. Right. Which that's kind of rough, but I mean, you know, at least they get quality time alone, right? <laughs> right. Uh, so that, now we finally arrive in Atlantis. Yep. And as soon as they arrive, like this giant kraken starts kind of like erupting from the depths. And it's like, oh, no, something you know bad's going to happen. But uh-huh. nope, he's just going to sing a song. Right. Well, OK. And basically, it turns out they've turned Atlantis into a casino. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I look at this and I'm like, this is a pun. This is Atlantis City. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I'm glad we're both on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Same page. Yep. And so you know, so he's singing in like the kind of like Vegas, like Barry Manilow kind of deal, or like a Wayne Don't Newton, those kind of yeah. those kind of performers. So yeah, everybody's kind of walking through the casino. Eunice uh, tells like Frank not to go gambling because last time he lost an arm and a leg. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yep, and Dracula tells all of his all the guys that like he wants to tell Mavis how he's feeling. Uh, he thinks that's that's the next step is like to talk to her, see how she feels about this, so he knows if Mavis isn't comfortable, they need to talk about that before he just goes blindly pursuing something. Right. So he's actually thinking about his daughter's feelings, which is nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a nice thing to do. But then Erica walks by and he's like, "I'll talk to Mavis in a minute. I'm gonna go. Talk to Erica. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go talk oh, to no. Erica first. So he chases after her. We get this whole bit where like she's she goes downstairs well, she goes, also Mavis goes looking for Dracula mm-hmm. and Johnny's like I'm just here waiting for Bob <laughs> <laughs> yeah Johnny's like by. yeah Bob's like it, like Johnny and Bob have become friends somehow and he just <laughs> does not realize that Bob is Tinkles yeah it's his dog <laughs> yeah. that's why they're friends oh. uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Mavis turns into a bat and is like following Dracula. So we get like Dracula following Erica, Mavis following Dracula, and nobody knows about the other. Uh, mm. And they end up down in this secret chamber. Mm. Eventually, Erica steps on a trap, and Dracula immediately swoops in, catches an axe like inches from her head, obviously saving her and revealing that he was following her. Right, which she's she's kind of uncomfortable with. <laughs> Because she's here to get something that's going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I can't believe you saved me. I'm, I'm a human. And he's like, human, monster, what's the difference? Aw. He's finally internalized that lesson. Good for him. Yeah. She's like, well, I came down here. Uh, I got to retrieve this, this long-lost family heirloom. Right. The lie. Yeah. And so she's like, I- I'll, uh, I'm going to, I got to keep heading that way. And she immediately steps on another trap and Dracula... <laughs> Catches it again, saves her again. And then Um, we get a cute little scene where she's like, well, you can't save me forever. And Dracula's like, well, not bad. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it's like an elaborate like dance scene slash flirting scene where like Dracula's just getting shot with arrows and spears and all like, and he's protecting Erica from all of it. Right. I like to call this the setting off the traps tango. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It does have like a tango kind of. Uh, music behind them as the, as it's going on, and then oh, you know, ultimately she gets to the item, which it's like a tentacle. It's like a little little yeah, tentacle it's a, thing. It's a bad dragon tentacle. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> uh, and it's like, but it's being held up by this like giant statue hand. Mm-hmm. It's like holding it between like the, just its fingers, like it's like a tiny little, uh, you know, comparatively tiny little tentacle. And as soon as she grabs it. Stuff just starts collapsing all around them. Like, the, the chamber is just falling apart. They manage to escape pretty easily because Dracula. Mm-hmm. And as they do, and by the way, they, they fly out of a uh, statue's nose to safety, <laughs> which is yeah. always fun. Uh, Erica then is trying to pull an axe out of Dracula's head, and that's when Mavis comes in. Mm-hmm. And She's she- like, I knew you were trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, Dracula's like, no, 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 wait, wait, Mavis, it's not what it looks like. I zinged. We and Eric is like you. What? What happened? Right. <laughs> and Cause that's not known amongst, <laughs> I guess, human culture. Yeah, which it makes you know, like we've kind of been. 
hypothesizing this whole time that the zing thing was a monster thing and, and now we it's they they say it's a monster thing like it's it's how we know that you know we're meant to be mm-hmm. Aww. but of course that's when erica freaks out and she's like i could never love someone like you mm-hmm. which that's gross yeah. But, yeah and so she storms out and dracula's heartbroken and you know mavis is like i'm sorry and he's like well it's it's fine you heard what she said it's over and she's right. like but a zing never lies right yeah hmm so not only has mavis kind of accepted that you know that her dad might move on to somebody after her mom but she's like don't give up on this you know this is still worth you know so she's like giving she's giving erica a chance so that's a big step as well right after after she she said that but then of course we then see erica taking the artifact back to her great-grandpa who, uh, once he receives it, uh, does a techno dance because he's German, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's like, it's time to lure the monsters with a dance party. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> By the way, I guess I guess because he is who he is, any dance would be a techno dance, right? <laughs> <laughs> True. He's Fair doing enough. the robot. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and then we get like a little montage of all the different monsters getting ready for the party. Uh, the main one is that we see Frankenstein is having trouble zipping up Eunice's dress for her because he gambled his hands away and he had to replace them with lobster claws he got from the buffet. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, that's rough. But that's an addiction. We need to, we need to talk, Frank. <laughs> yeah. And of course, you know, Blobby's son, Blob Jr. is, uh, you know, kind of bored. So Blobby decides he's going to make a, a bloggy or a dog uh, blob <laughs> for Blob Jr. Yeah. Then we get like all the monsters are being led to where the party's going to be. And then it's, but it's like this, this bridge and then it's just, it ends and it's like, are, what's going on? Are we been yeah. tricked? What's, what? and then suddenly out of the ocean, rise oh, motherfucking DJ in a clamshell. <laughs> yeah. So we have a whole big like dance floor that just comes up out of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Dracula's kind of sad, you know, like things didn't aren't going the way he wants, and he sees all the couples dancing and everything but again. The best part is he's dancing sadly, <laughs> like he's all hunched over, kind of dancing. Yeah, and Mavis is talking to Johnny, and she's like, "I don't know what to do. Like, I I want to help my dad, but like, I'm not. I don't. I'm. You know, I, I just don't know." Um, yeah. And Johnny. Uh, you know, Johnny's kind of, you know, the dumb guy who every now and then just has like sage wisdom to give because he's just so chill and hippie like. And that's right. pretty much what happens here. He gives her all this advice. She immediately goes to Dracula and then just repeats it all right, right. back to Dracula. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, she gets a little bit of a backwards, which is funny. But I, I like how uh, how they find out where he learned it. It was from like some Shaolin Kung Fu show. Yeah. Mavis is like, you know, I was afraid of losing you. That's I, I, I don't want you to move on and like have a new family and just forget about us. Right. Um, of course, he never could. That's his baby. Yeah, obviously, he's never going to leave Mavis. And she's like, but you know, if you fall in love with the captain, you might like live on the boat. And he was like, I like, never, I will never live, live on, on boat. the boat. <laughs> So the next one, we expect him to fully be on a boat. <laughs> and so he's going to go talk to the captain, but suddenly the DJ is interrupted by Van Helsing. And it's like one of those deals where he pops out and he's like, it's me, I'm back. And Your they're like, foe. who are you again? Right. I don't recognize you. <laughs> That's the ultimate slam dunk. Yeah. It's like, I'm the guy you've been waiting for. No, I, I don't think you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and at that, you know, he finally is like, I'm Van Helsing. And then, you know, he's like, and this is, you know, the captain is my granddaughter. my granddaughter. And, you know, Erica has to admit, yes, you know, she's, she's been sort of undercover and she is a Van Helsing. And Mavis gets the, I knew it moment. Mm-hmm. And so then Van Helsing takes the tentacle and mm-hmm. unscrews the top. It's a little canister and inside is sheet music. They're going to kill him with song. <laughs> and, you know, so it's like, it, you know, this it's like an old scroll. Like, this is like, you know, it should be, like, played by, like, a symphony. But instead, he plays it on, like, this techno synth that the DJ has sitting there. Right. Uh, <laughs> and we finally find out what the actual, like, 
ultimate weapon is and it's just the kraken <laughs> mm-hmm. the kraken appears again but now he's like hypnotized by the music and starts he's attacking angry. yeah so the monsters all kind of start trying to run away dracula tries to fight the kraken and is immediately grabbed by like multiple tentacles and is crushed Seemingly. Uh, yeah. And and Erica sees and, you know, runs to try to help Dracula. And this is when Tinkles actually pays off because he helps Erica get to Dracula. Mm-hmm. She, like, rides his back up the side of the Kraken. Like, she could have easily done anything else. but Literally. But, Frank could have given her a fastball special and that would have been just the same. Yeah. So she gets up to where, like, the ball of tentacles wrapped around Dracula and, like, kind of starts to pull them off of him. And they all fall together, landing, uh, hanging off a cliff. Where right, and, and Grandpa's like, or Van Helsing is like, "What's this? You know, why did you save Dracula?" <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so Erica admits Dracula. Yeah, you know, I was I was trying to kill you, but <laughs> I realized the error of my ways, and I zinged. Like, <sighs> yeah. So it's it's mutual. Right. And of course, because Van Helsing is such a villain, he's like, well, I guess the line ends with me. Gotta kill them both. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so he just continues to play his music and and escalate things. But then Jonathan pulls out his travel DJ gear that he keeps with him at all times. Right. And it's time to fight evil music with good music, quote unquote. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so first he plays good vibrations. Uh, And, you know, like, Van Helsing is like playing, you know, an original piece on like the synth, but Jonathan is just blasting. He, he's he's not a D, he's a wedding type DJ, right. not like a DJ DJ. He will not be providing anything original in this. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's he's done nothing to the song. <laughs> it just is good vibrations. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of works. The the Kraken seems to kind of calm down, but Van Helsing escalates, and then Jonathan has to raise the Counter stakes. Counter would be happy by, uh, what's his name? Um, Is it Bobby McFerrin? Yes, Bobby McFerrin. Thank you. Yeah, don't worry, be happy. Uh, and then, you know, again, it goes back and forth, and then Johnny pulls out. His the big guns. <laughs> yep, the Macarena. God, and they actually uh, they actually updated this one, so I guess good for that. <laughs> like, you know what they were trying to do, Anthony? I, I I have a feeling that they were trying some nefarious bullshit with this, because you know how much of an earworm the Macarena is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I feel like they were trying to bring the Macarena back, and just because this movie wasn't wasn't great, it didn't succeed. <laughs> yeah, which thank God, like right, I could I not do with another round of Macarena. <laughs> right, but they do it like all the monsters do the Macarena dance, and mm-hmm. I think the Kraken even does the. Oh dance. yeah, he start he starts it off. He kicks it off. Mm-hmm. So that defeats Van Helsing somehow, and he ends up falling from the DJ booth. Well, even he becomes a slave to the rhythm. Mm, yeah but dracula manages to catch him and and save him from from falling and he's like why 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 would you save me after everything i've done and dracula gives his little speech and he's like you know we're we're all the same you know whether we've got two eyes or three eyes or green skin or no skin right (laughs) yeah and you know we're all the same and you know we should care for each other and you know i know we didn't see eye to eye back in the day but you know i've moved on and you know i want to give you the chance to do the same oh that's adorable and at this moment, uh, Erica and Drac officially, visibly zing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's like this weird sort of like thing that happens in their eyes. Like you see this little like spark move around the iris right. or whatever. So, like a purple pink kind of thing. Yeah, and it happens to both of them. Right, uh, and immediately Winnie <laughs> walks up to Dennis. It's like Dennis, look me in the eyes. Yeah, we're gonna zing, buddy. Yeah, and he keeps like looking away, and he's like, "But I'm too young to zing." <laughs> Which, to fair for him, for him being responsible. Yeah. Then, you know, Van Helsing is like, all right, yeah, you know, I, I'm sorry for trying to kill everybody. I'll give everybody a 30% refund on the cruise. <laughs> How generous of you. And everyone's like, boom. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, I'll give you a full refund. <laughs> hey. 
And then we just cut back to the Hotel Transylvania. We have like the invisible couple who we like have barely seen in this movie. Right. Um, they see Wanda and Wayne stroll in and they're like, where were you guys? We haven't seen you like the whole cruise. Yeah, well, it turns out like part of the way through, we got tranked and threw into a uh, closet. So we've uh, <laughs> we booked it again. Yeah. So then Dracula takes Erica up on the roof because, you know, that's that's what you do for a romantic moment in a Hotel Transylvania movie. That's the romance spot. <laughs> They're like talking and flirting and she does an impression of him and does the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, but, but he shrugs it off. He, he's a good sport about it. Yeah. And then he proposes. And she does the gibberish thing this time. <laughs> speaking in Transylvanian, as it were. Yeah, and everyone's so, like, "What? What did she say?" Yeah, because like they're up on the roof by themselves, and while she's like speaking gibberish and Drax like waiting for her response, all of the monsters from the movie, like you know, twenty, thirty monsters, pop up over like the crest of the roof. They've all been hiding there, waiting to see what she says. Mm-hmm. And yeah, finally, she manages to get yes out, and all the monsters cheer. Yay! And then of course we then get uh any uh, Tartakovsky uh, animation mm-hmm. where he basically gets to say, and this is how I ca- uh, cash my check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I thought, the, you know, the, these animation bits, it's mostly just like the monsters from the movie and like 2d animation, like dragging the names of like producers and editors and stuff. Uh, I, I think I, I, I did like this one better than the last one. It was the last one was just like two random characters. It was like the monster girl. Like it was, it, was, it wasn't any of our main characters, whereas right. this one, it was all, you know, it was Dracula and Erica and everything. And Mostly it, Dracula and Erica. Yeah, and it also felt like it kind of recapped the movie in like a cute sort of 2D animation style. So that, that was kind of nice. You know what we uh, we missed in this, though? There was no old imp lady mm. who, got, who went to say, I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get her this time. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully nothing bad happened to her. She was elderly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she'll be back for part four. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> My understanding is part four is very different. I think Gendy Tartakovsky's gone. I think Adam yeah. Sandler might even be gone. I, I, I feel like four is probably the cast has moved on, but Sony wants more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see. And that one's relatively new. Like it came out post-COVID at some point, like, direct to Prime. Right, which, that says everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're, we're excited for that, but <laughs> first, but we've got to get through another round of shit. I mean, the human centipede. <sighs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you got there, didn't you? Yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. I, I, I am... Uh, I'm, dread, I'm <laughs> yep. dread, dreading this one. Um, oh, okay. I, I thought you actually watched part of it already. No, no, no. I'm just. I know. I know it's going to be rough, and I'm. Uh, yeah, like I'm dreading it in that way where it's like this is going to be so bad that it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm sure we'll have a good conversation about it, but I'm also like I don't know what I'm about to get myself into. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we did this to ourselves, Anthony. So, like, uh, like Victor, uh, we've uh, we flew too close to the sun, and now it's time to get burned. Yeah. Like, like, okay, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a reason why it has a two point eight out of ten on IMDb, twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and five percent on Metacritic. Okay. So. <laughs> so oh. You know, Join us next week with uh, Dieter Laser making a return, as well as Lawrence Harvey uh, playing totally different characters. And this time, because we're uh, we're 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 making it more uh, mainstream? Question mark. <laughs> Either that, or Eric Roberts and uh, Brie Olson uh, need to pay some people off. But we're oh, them as well. Interesting. Uh huh. That's uh, unexpected. Okay. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Tommy Lister's in it. Hmm. Okay. Fucking Bebo. Uh, what is it? Bebo Lottie. So, oh, uh, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> yep. Uh, it sure is. Yep. 
All right. Well, uh, where can they find us, Anthony? Um, yes, you can find us on all the socials at the Frankencast. You can email us at the Frankencast at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube. And we're also at patreon.com slash the Frankencast. And I just found out, I just got a message from, from Patreon just a little bit ago that we're allowed now to uh, open up trials. So you can now go to patreon.com slash the Frankencast and join for free for, I think it's like a week. So you can, before you buy. yeah, you can, if you, you know, if you want to go crazy, I think there's like 50 ish episodes there. You could binge through them all in a week if you wanted. And there's a lot of fun and a lot of weird shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, we've been doing the little previews on the main feed, and we'll probably keep doing those, but there's also now this other opportunity where you can listen to some whole episodes and see if you want to stick around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, anything else we got to say about this? I think that's it. Well, in that case, to be continued, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Looks like you survived another episode. The Freaking Cast is a production of FCR Media. It's hosted by Anthony Bowman and Eric Velasquez. Follow us on Twitter at The Freaking Cast or send us a letter at thefreakingcast at gmail.com. Our cover art is by Amanda Keller. You can find her at Keller Illustrations on Instagram. Our theme music is by Vivek Abhishek. Thanks for listening. <laughs>